Hello, everyone. Welcome to Developing Palettes. I'm Aaron Loomis coming to you from the Drew Estate Studio. With me today is Seth Geis. And from the Pastaya Studio, John McTavish. How you guys doing? Splendid. Good, man. Audience, buckle up. It's going to be a good one. That's right. Lots of turbulence on this, baby. All right. So today we are talking about the Buenaventura Maduro BV500. Uh, cigar is a Robusto 5 and a quarter by 50. Comes out of the Tabacalera de Nicaragua factory in Nicaragua. Imagine that. Uh, Rappers Mexican San Andres. Binder and filler both from Nicaragua. Oh, of course it is. Uh, price point is $7.50. And the cigar first released in July 2023. All right. So with all that out of the way, Seth, what was your overall experience like with this cigar? <laughs> I forgot that I was going first on these. Um, listen, it was... The last time we reviewed a Buenaventura was in March 2020. Can we give context for this whole BB thing? Go for it. Go for it. Okay. What was it? A top BB 25 cigar of the year, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Last year, it was... top 25. Yeah. So it's the last time we smoked a Buenaventura. Got this baby. Was pretty excited. Looked at Super it. Was excited. like, that doesn't look too good. But then I was like, you know, the last one didn't look too good. So we lit it up. Um, oof. First third was it was just above uneventful, man. That's how bad this was going. It was, you know, dry earth, cocoa, spices, tobacco, wood. I I looked at the thing, I was like, yeah, this kind of is like that bottom line Mexican San Andreas flavor profile. This is kind of what we're going for. And second third really just kind of continued to deliver that quality. And then towards the end, I could tell it was gonna go downhill and then i was bracing myself for the turbulence in the final third and it, it got us bad it was like the tv show lost there was polar bears though in the sky hatches. it was oh hatches um bad bad flavors bad flavors don't even want to talk about it so and the burn was good but the draw was just awful so yeah john like Seth, I think I fell into the trap of remembering the BV554, and I was like, remember, John, that was the Don't Judge a Book by Its Cover review, and you were very surprised, you didn't think much of it looking at it, and it surprised you. Well, there's a reason why you judge a book by its cover, because most of the time you can tell what the book's going to be all about when the cover looks like crap. And when Aaron said, this is Mexican San Andreas, because I didn't look at the blend, and I normally don't look at the blend until we do the review, I was like, of course it is, because that makes that the whole flavor profile now becomes so apparent for me because this is like so many poor Mexican San Andre that I've smoked in the past where it's like the wrapper's either been overworked or it's just like a, a low grade wrapper. And low grade or not good Mexican San Andre wrappers just don't taste good and it just ruins the cigar experience. And you know, it was it was present from the very start of the cigar where I got, you know, a little bit of chocolate, but then I got like this sort of smoky tobacco earth, wood, acrid earth combination. And I'm like, oh man, if this is how we're starting, this is not good. Um, the acrid earth fortunately faded away, but it was just a very monotonous tobacco earth wood flavor. And then the second third, you know, I had a little bit of creaminess to offset that, but um, again, just kind of wood, earth, tobacco, and the last third wood, earth, tobacco with a little bit of creamy chocolate, but like, 
you know, just really flat. Um, I will say the construction was quite good on mine. Uh, I had a little bit of flakiness to the, to the burn or to the ash. I should say the burn was kind of uneven. I had to do a, a touch to correct it, but just once, um, draw was perfect, but man, two, I think I smoked this thing for two hours, yeah, two hours and one minute and did not have a good time. Aaron, what about you? Yeah, for me, this is our show with oak, earth, baker's chocolate, and baking spice. Uh, baking spice transitional black pepper a bit later. Second, third, saw the baker's chocolate depart and a light creaminess joined in. And the final third, saw vegetable bitterness join into the profile. Um, I had three relights uh, required through the first half <sighs> of the cigar. Um, so it was a bit of a bummer. Uh, but the cigar did start well for me. Uh, I had a rustic and raw flavor profile, but by the second, third, the profile kind of dropped a level and remained that way the rest of the way. Um, I'm not sure I have a good handle on this. I mean, you guys give me another perspective because you guys, you know, have smoked the, the full cigar and all that stuff. I just was unsure that it started well. And then I, but I had three relights in the first half that like, did the relays just take this down? And, and was I missing something that was going to be good? So uh, I'm still perplexed, but I, at 750, I will come back to this, I think, to try it and see how it goes. Um but um, yeah, it's yeah. I put in the in the review that I want to see what others thought because uh, the really it's kind of screwed it up for me and it was started it started out good. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at. I'll try it again. Um, it's not expensive to do so, so it's not a big a big deal if it doesn't work out for me. So we'll leave it at that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you do got that going for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, let's get to the scores. We're going to start at the top with June, who wasn't able to join us today with a five point seven five. I gave it a 5.7, John gave it a 5.65, and Seth gave it a 4.23. Um, so my 5.7 matched that well. It was above average flavor profile. Uh, Burn was subpar with those three relights, um, so that took it down a bit. Otherwise, I'd kind of be right around six or so on this. Um, I wanted to like it. Um, I just don't know if it was the, the burn issues or just the profile that just didn't work out the rest of the way. So, uh, All right, John, 5.65. Yeah, listen, I also wanted to like it. Um, it's definitely held up by the perfect construction. I'd say construction aside, this is a low fives. Um, so it's it's kind of one of those weird things where, you know, sometimes when we get a high scoring cigar, const- construction obviously helps it. But in here, the flavor profile doesn't doesn't make it. Any, anything below a six is just going to be a pass, whether it's 750 or 550 or 250. <laughs> it's going to be a pass. All right, so 4.23. Listen, it's it. It was painful to smoke. I mean, John said it was like a rough two hours of smoke. It it was it was really it, it sucked. And then it was, you know, it made me wonder, like, God, did we just get overexcited over the last year's limited edition? And at the same time, how can you have so much inconsistency? I mean, yes, we haven't smoked a lot of their stuff, but it's not like they have a huge offerings, and they're not like they're out there that all that time that as a smoker after having an experience like this and this being a pretty low-key band it brand it's just i'm not gonna bother you know what i mean like why why bother i don't think there's enough standing there's not enough attention to it anyways that it's not the i don't know maybe that diamond that we got isn't worth it there you go said it right all right, uh, uh, final thoughts, and I'm going to jump in. I I feel like we've smoked a ton of Mexican San Andreas this year. This is the so year of Mexican San Andreas, not like so that. Much. I've been completely let down by it. 
Um, I'm almost at the point where I'm thinking like that this is a good barometer to find out if a company knows what they're doing. Like, mm. I, I feel like that with Connecticut Shade. Like, if you like, if you could put out a really good Connecticut Shade cigar, then I have a feeling that you can probably make a good cigar with any kind of a you know wrapper or blend if you you know put your time into it. And I'm kind of feeling like that with Mexican San Andreas now. Like, don't just mail in a, a Mexican San Andreas for me. Like, I need you to show me that you can like put one together. There's enough people. Here's the thing. There's enough companies out there. There's enough factories out there that can make you a good Mexican San Andreas that you can go and buy one and you don't have to even really fuck it up. Yeah. So Aaron does have a point on that one. I'll, I'll, I'll give him, I'll agree with him on that. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm, I, I agree that like, <clears throat> I'm legitimately at the point where I'm like the next person to put out a Mexican San Andreas, I'm going to say like, is this, is this shit? Tell me right now, is it shit before we buy it? Because yeah. to be honest, I don't think I could take another Mexican San Andre that's this disappointing. And it, and it's just because we know what a good or even like a, you know, above average Mexican San Andre can be, and they can be quite good. It's not, it doesn't seem to be that hard. And yet, and yet. And I feel like the reason why we're seeing so much is because of the limited availability of Broadleaf. Yeah. That, like they want that Maduro, they want that kind of rustic quality, but like they're not, and I don't know if they're just like subbing it in as a replacement, but not really, you know, Blending putting the it. time in to like make it work. Um, but that's the reason we're seeing so much of this. Um, so I, I, that's a bummer to me. So I think, you know, what's going to happen is this probably, you know, I, I don't know if it will fall out of favor because who knows when broadly, you know, is going to have any kind of resurgence. Um, I don't think it is. You know, you know, whatever they're trying to grow in Nicaragua, I don't know if they're going to be able to make that work or whatever. But um, I, I, I would just hate for Mexican and San Andres to get like a bad rep for you know people putting out these subpar blends uh, with the wrapper, and when it can it can be good when it's done well. So I have to see. All right, wherever you're catching this video, be sure to like and subscribe, and check out the full written review on the website, developingpals.com. Uh, follow us on all the social media channels, and you can catch all of our review recaps on podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. It's a BV500.